This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Welcome to another episode of Ghosted by Roz Dressvelez. Now listen, I have to just address something. I gotta get it off my chest. There's been lots of people commenting, lots of people messaging me about this. (sighs) You guys, ghosts are fake. I made them up for attention. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what I need to say. Here's what I need to say. Um, A lot of people... (laughs) have been saying to me, I love the podcast, but I can't tell that you're in drag, (laughs) which I mean, it is a podcast. I mean, most podcasts, you can't like see um, what the person's wearing or anything, but uh, it, it brought up some interesting thoughts. Um, about, about the whole me being in drag. Now, first of all, you guys, drag queens are not just a look. Okay, we are a personality. We are humans, too. I am just one fabulous, dramatic personality. It shouldn't matter that you can't see me being in drag. But I will say I am fully dressed in a Bob Mackie gown right now. And I'm even wearing... Listen, you can hear my jewelry. Listen to all the jewelry. This is definitely not my keys. This is jewelry. You don't want this to be a drag show, because if this was a drag show, I would be talking on the mic nonstop about tip your performers, make sure you're tipping them. And luckily, I'm not saying what, you know, what would I say? Oh, go to Venmo at Raws at Queen Raws on Venmo. Go to my my PayPal. 
ghostedbyraws at gmail.com and tip me. I'm not doing that. Putting it out there just to be safe. You guys, I love that you keep sending me your hometown stories. Some of them, ooh, some of them are real ghosty, like this one. I really appreciated this one. This one came from Candace. Candace says, Back in the 90s, I lived in rural, I've always had a hard time with that word, rural Colorado. One night while in high school, I dropped a friend off at her home. It was around 10 p.m. and very, very dark. The area I'm referring to is eastern Colorado, where there are no stores or many streetlights, just miles and miles of road and fields. As I was driving home, I saw something in the road that looked like a man. Maybe it was me and drag. I don't know. As I got closer, I could see that it was an older man. Okay. In overalls. He sort of looked like a farmer. Ooh, overalls. Those are in these days. It is normal to see farmers in this part of Colorado, but not normal to see farmers standing in the middle of the road at 10 p.m. He was so visible that I began honking my horn to make him get out of the way, but he would not budge. I was driving fast and getting closer, but the man would not move. As I approached, as I approached the man, I sort of swerved to get out of his way, and when I slowed down, I looked in the rear view. He had disappeared. He was completely gone, totally and completely gone. I stepped on the gas and drove home as fast as I could. The next day, I told my friends about it, and one of them told me this story that they had heard. Apparently, a hundred years before my incident, there was a flood that rushed through that area and destroyed many farms and killed many farmers. The man I saw that night was probably one of those unfortunate souls who was condemned to haunt these roads late at night. So, of course, during the next day, I took my friends over to the area where I saw the man. I would love to say that we felt something uh, or saw something, but there was nothing there other than roads and fields. After that day, though, I refused to drive on that road after dark because I was convinced that I would that if I saw him once, I would see him again. Cheers from Candace, formerly from Colorado and currently in Brooklyn. Love that story. Now, here's another thing that we can do, guys, because this podcast is growing and I so appreciate you guys listening and telling your friends about it. I want to build a community. And so we are actually starting a Facebook group. That is right. You can you can be a part of our Facebook group called Ghosted by Roz Dresfeles on Facebook. And it's going to be a place where we are not going to be tolerating any bullshit. So don't you be coming in there with hate and, you know, critiquing me and talking smack about my guests or anything like that. We're not doing it. It's going to be a safe space. It's going to be a friendly, fun place where you guys can share your ghost stories. You can share them with each other. You know, we can start discussions about different articles that we might read or different stories that we hear in the news, whatever it is, ghost related. And so, and I'll check in on it every once in a while. And I, and I want to talk about some of the stories on this show as well. It's a great way for us to build communities and, you know... 
Maybe we'll be doing some live shows where you live or having some fun merch coming out soon. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk to my guest. Hello. I am with the fabulous, the talented, the artistic beauty, the um, acting sensation, recent recent acting success with the tour of Mean Gays, Kim Chi. Hello. It's your renaissance queen, Kim Chi. <laughs> She's a renaissance queen. She could do it all. She's a master. Oh, uh, no, no, I can't do it all. Um, well, what you can do is makeup. I do know that. Yeah. You know, you got to be good at something, you know? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> Wait, how did you learn how to do makeup? Because the thing that really always baffles me is when someone can do makeup like you and you do it fast. Well, I've always been like an artist, quote unquote. I hate using that term because it sounds so pretentious. When right. You're like, but <clears throat> I've been drawing and sculpting my entire life. And I was working as a graphic designer until the race. The race? The race, yeah. <laughs> the amazing race? Were you the on the amazing race? race? Yeah. Oh, drag race. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that before. And um, yeah, you went to art school in my hometown in Michigan. I know, the tropical Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, yes. The beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. Well, you're from Michigan, right? No, you're from Korea. You were born in Korea? No, I was born in Michigan. Oh, you were? Yeah, so like the line, like, I'm from Michigan, from Mean Girls, like really hits it close to home. Same, same. <laughs> Wait, but didn't you, you spent time in Korea though, right? Did, mm-hmm. Didn't you have a moment where you went back? So I went to elementary school in Korea, and then for high school year, for one year, I lived in Korea then too. As like a foreign exchange student situation, or like you just, with your family? With my family. So I, I've talked to you about ghosts before, and you are a believer, right? Um, it's not that I like, like I'm a believer or a non-believer. I just never think about like are the ghosts like are they real in real life? Yeah, because you just haven't had experiences, right? Yeah. Even if you really thought about it, you might. I mean, that's the thing. Most people don't think about it. They just go along with their lives. But like, I love ghost stories, and I love like you know like ghost movies and things like that. Uh huh. But, like, I'm never, like, in my apartment sitting there thinking, like, is there a ghost watching me right now? <laughs> I love what you're doing. You're doing that evil finger thing right now where you wiggle your fingers and your two hands together. The Mr. Ooh, Burns. The Mr. Burns. <laughs> See, but that is me. I'm constantly in my apartment like, ooh, do you think that was a ghost or was it my Amazon Prime package being delivered? <laughs> I'm going to say ghost. Well, I do know that in Korea there is... Um, a tradition of ghost stories mm-hmm. and lots of folklore. And when I I posted on social media, you guys, kimchi's coming in here. We're gonna talk about ghosts, only ghosts. So don't say, oh, can you ask, tell ask her to tell me a story about you know Pearl on Drag Race? No, we're talking about ghosts. Everyone was like, I want to hear Korean folklore. So what do you know? Well, there's many of them. So, growing up, like elementary school in Korea, bathroom in school is kind of one of like the most feared place. Like that's to what be. I was reading about. What? Okay, first of all, like I don't know how it was in American elementary school, but like if you were caught pooping at like a bathroom in like elementary school, like all the kids would make fun of you. 
<laughs> was it like that here in America too? I mean, a poop shame runs deep around the world. And like, if the kids are getting bullied, like the bathroom is like where they lock you in. Like, anyways, the Korean like um, school bathroom is like a terrifying place. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> you don't want to poop there. No. Okay. You just like don't want to be in there to begin with. Uh huh. Um, but why? That's so interesting. Because what I was reading online, it was just one thing that I was reading, was saying that in Korea, in schools, bathrooms are just like dirty, gross, like creepy places. Okay. For first of all, like in America, bathrooms, the toilets are there, right? Which is like, you know, you sit on it and you'd have to try like really hard to like miss it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a little bit different in Asia. Um, I mean, not obviously all places are like this, but a lot of places, the toilet is underground. Mm -hmm. So it's basically like a hole like on a floor. And it's like almost like a rectangular shape. And you poop in there. Mm -hmm. And the obviously, squat. yeah. And sometimes, you know, like some people might have like a runny day or some people you like don't aim properly. So then... It's very often that you might find, like, a shit smear or just, like, a chunk of poo hanging on the side of the toilet. Okay. But anyways, back to the ghost stories. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so there's, like, a folklore where while you're using the bathroom, a ghost will appear and will offer you two options, red toilet paper or a blue toilet paper. If you pick the red toilet paper, it'll slice you to death. The ghost and will. Or the, the toilet the ghost, paper. Okay. The ghost. Okay. And if you pick the blue toilet paper, um, the ghost will drown you in the toilet. Ew. Well, where does the ghost come from? From the toilet? From the toilet. From inside the, the toilet. The ground? Yeah. It'll be like a hand that like sticks out of the toilet. <gasps> now, is this the kind of thing like growing up someone's like, I saw it. No, because they couldn't because it would have killed them. Yeah. So is this the kind of thing where you're like, hey... Have you seen Rebecca lately? It's like I'm pretty sure she. Last time I saw her, she was taking a poop it's in like, the bathroom. We all told her not to eat that mac and cheese at lunch. Looked a little <laughs> suspicious. Because yeah, so it's just it's just like a myth. Like it's not like something that people claim happened to them, right? No. <laughs> yeah, or they know someone that it happened to. Yeah. Well, another one that I was reading about was. If you're a child walking home at night, you'll see this woman with a surgical mask. The red on. surgical mask, yes. Yes. And then she goes up to you and she goes, do you think I'm pretty? Do you oh, know no, I know, I'm this, so, I know the you story, know yeah. Okay. So if you say no, she'll kill you. If you say yes, she'll take her like surgical mask off. And then you'll see that her mouth has been slit from like year to year. And like revealing all of all of her teeth and gums and just basically like a really creepy Joker face. And then she'll ask you again, "Do you think I'm pretty?" And if you say no, she'll kill you. And if you say yes, she'll cut your mouth. Like she'll slit it from like year to year. Oh my god! And yeah, and I saw if you if you like try to run away, she'll like appear in front of you. Where Yo. you? Ooh. So you're fucked either way. Yeah. That I feel like that's me at some of these late nights, just like walking up to people. Am I pretty? <laughs> <laughs> but so you don't see people walking around Korea that have a slit across their mouth because uh, they not yet. Her. You haven't seen that yet. 
No. That is so creepy. Maybe they're just, maybe all those people are just honest and answered no. They're just like, no, bitch. And that's why you don't see them ever again. Yeah. That's interesting. That's what, if I lived in Korea, if, I, if someone went missing, I'd be like, well, mm-hmm. I would, either they took a shit <coughs> or they ran into that girl. Yep. Yeah. I was, what's the one about sesame seeds? Oh, sesame seeds is like the one where, um, like this girl with like a terrible skin problem, like went to the doctor and the doctor told him like, take like a bath in like a bathtub full of sesame seeds so then she did and then later her mom heard her screaming and when the mom like went into the bathroom she saw that like the sesame seeds went into her pores and rooted so the daughter was trying to pick out the um, sesame seeds out of her pores with a toothpick crying ew and they were like growing in her skin inside of her pores yeah ew and then there's like a similar story where um this guy had like terrible skin problems so he went to i think it was like a fortune teller or something and asked him like what can i do to like help my skin and the fortune teller told him like find the cockroach and put it next to your bed before you go to sleep and like the, your problem will be solved which he did and the next morning he woke up to find out like his skin had cleared and then when he looked up close all of his pores were actually filled with cockroach eggs no. You don't think that's kind of hot? I think it's a little hot. <laughs> I'm <kinda laughs> That's weird. Yeah. I want to... I guess that's like the biggest fear for Koreans. Shit in your pores. Yeah. Yeah. That's why your skin's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been to a fortune teller or a, a psychic? I've only done one tarot card reading before, and the first thing that the fortune teller told me was, your last relationship didn't work out because... And I was like, I've never been in a relationship. Mm. And then there was like an awkward silence, and then I just walked away. Well, maybe she wasn't talking about a dating relationship. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just saying. I don't know. I think it's a stretch. Yeah. So is that something you don't think you would want to do again? Uh, I would do again. Yeah, um, why not? Yeah. I if, just think it's entertaining sometimes. If I had disposable income to, like, blow, maybe, like, a 20 bucks or something. Oh, big spender. $20 on that psychic. Tell you your future. You never know. I don't know. How much do these things cost? Some of them are not cheap. Oh. There's, but there are some psychics that are, like, yeah. It's, like, they know. I was thinking, like, $20 at the state fair, kind of, like, tarot card reading. Right. Okay, wait, there was another one. Okay, have you heard about this one? Now, this one does seem like an urban legend, but I'm also going to kind of classify it as a true ghost story. There is, just north of Seoul, Korea, there is a highway called Jayuro, I believe, J-A-Y-U-R-O. It's very foggy. Many car accidents happen there. And drivers claim that they see a woman that appears to be wearing sunglasses, just like in the road. So they swerve, whatever. Turns out as they get closer, her eyes are missing. So people get into car accidents because they see her in the fog. (laughs) How do you feel about that? Oh, Honestly, when you see like a single female at night in a place where she shouldn't be, I think most people should just, like, turn around and, like, run the other way. Not help her? 
Mm, no, the thought would just get stabbed. Yeah, what if she has a surgical mask on? Oh, then she shouldn't be out at night alone. <laughs> like wandering around like the mountains or bridges or wherever she may be. Right. I know. That's what Peaches was just telling a story about. She used to see this woman in the woods. And it's like, if you see a human in the woods, that's... Alone at night? Yeah, that's not. That's for deer yep. and beavers. Yeah. Like, either that woman is there because she killed someone and she's trying to bury the body. Mm. Or like... That's something, like, you shouldn't be messing with. Yeah. Like, just stay home at night. Yeah. If you don't have anything to do, don't grow up. It's <laughs> thing to play. Exactly. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Wait, so there's more Korean ghost stories that you know? Yeah, so... I don't know if they're like necessarily ghost stories, but they're more like superstitions mm-hmm. where, I mean, Koreans definitely believe in ghosts and they, and just for the same reason, like every year, I forgot exactly which day it is, but it's called Chesanner. And it's called what now? Chesanner. So basically, um, it's like a day to like honor like the ghost of your ancestors. Oh, like Day of the Dead. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So then you, like, make, like, a big giant feast, and then you put, like, the utensils, like, in, in the food. So if there's, like, a bowl of rice, you stick the spoon on there. So the um the ghosts of the ancestors can consume the food. Ah, okay. So growing up, um, like, whenever I was, like, eating, working my bowl of rice, and I'll stick, like the, ri- like, the utensils in it, my grandparents and my parents would always yell at me because um that means it's, like, a food for the dead. So you don't do that to the living Wait, what do you mean? So, like, let's say if I was, like, eating a bowl of rice with, like, meat or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not using the utensils, I have to, like, place it on the table. I can't stick, like, the um, spoon in the rice bowl and leave it there. Oh, only if you're honoring the dead? Because um, you only do that um, to the food on the day where you honor the dead. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm, like, <laughs> not making much sense. No, I gotcha. Isn't there something about red ink? Yeah, so you never, like, ride... 
your parents' name in red ink, because then you're, like, telling the ghost to, like, come kill them. <gasps> and, like, they'll, like, they won't live as long as they're supposed to. See, there's so many. If if I lived in Korea and somebody died, I would have I would I I would do my investigative work and be like, well, first <laughs> of all, who's got a red pen? You know, I'd look around. Who wrote her name in red? <laughs> what bathroom she went to? What high, foggy highway was she driving on? Isn't what's a Korean water ghost? Oh, so you never build your house like over water. Because they believe, like, the ghost travels through the water to the underground world. To the toilet, the sewage system. <laughs> so yeah, basically. reach yeah. their hands up. Yeah. Yeah, so... So building anything over, like, water is considered a bad omen. And also, this is probably the one that's, like, the weirdest to, like, a lot of Westerners. But you never leave the fan on while you're sleeping. Oh. Because um, it's believed like the fan would like suck the oxygen out of the room and kill you. I don't know if that's like ghost related or no, or is that a sciency thing? But I don't think I sleep with a fan all the time. I mean, I sleep with a fan on, and I'm still alive and strong and <laughs> healthy. Well, until I got sick yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. <gasps> There's a ghost in my house. Should we read some ghost stories? Let's read some ghost stories. Boo! Okay. This one comes from Holland. My parents live in a house built in 1927. It has creaking what sounds like footsteps upstairs when no one's home, electronics turning on or off by themselves, etc. But nothing that can really be explained away rationally. Until this one night. I was staying in the guest room when I was home from college. It was about 2 a.m. and I was asleep, but I'm pretty sure I was having a nightmare. The reason I think this is that suddenly my phone rang and woke me up. I opened my eyes just feeling cold sweat and that general feeling of being uncomfortable when you kind of know that you were having a less than restful sleep. As my eyes opened, I watched a figure stand up from where it had been kneeling beside my bed next to my head, in all caps, HEAD. Which head? You stop it. (laughs) And move swiftly toward the foot of the bed and the door and disappear. I could see enough of it to know it was a woman. It had on a 1930s to 40s style dress, yellow with a dark pattern, and hair that was about chin length. I remember grabbing my phone and flipping on the light, totally freaking out to find my best girlfriend needing me to come get her because her car had broken down. Wait, what? Was that a text or something? I guess I guess she must have got a text or something about that. So I basically threw on clothes and rushed out the door and went and picked her up. I told her what happened. We both sat up until the sun came up and I felt better about going home. I never saw that apparition again. And for a long time, I tried telling myself that maybe I was just dream- dreaming it. But honestly, I just can't convince myself I was. I felt like whatever it was was whispering in my ear and disturbing my sleep. As a postscript, for some reason... I kind of link it to this other odd thing that was found when my parents were remodeling the house, a really old hairpin. 
My mom found it uh, when they ripped out the stairs, and she gave it to me. I really like old stuff, so I kept it. And here's a picture of it. Oh, she sent me a picture of it. See, it's an old hairpin. Oh, it's rhinestoned. It is rhinestoned. <gasps> Maybe some old drag queen. Maybe it was some old drag queen that was just, like, kneeling by her bed, like, Get up, bitch. <laughs> Your friend's car broke down. Or some, like, old lady with a great taste, because that is a great vintage item. Yeah, well, I mean, the house was built in 27. It seems like it was built into the house. So maybe it was, like, some glamorous um, carpenter or something. A fabulous carpenter. A fabulous back in the day. carpenter. <laughs> much like our Lord Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. <laughs> um, so what would you do if you were sleeping and all of a sudden you just saw a figure whispering in your ear? Well, first of all, I'm a very heavy sleeper. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would not just, like, wake up in the middle of my sleep <laughs> until the what alarm goes What does it take up. to wake you up? Like, if you're getting shake, if someone was shaking you, right, or no? Uh, yeah. Okay, so what I mean, if a ghost was shaking you in your sleep? How would you react? It's uh, hard to say, huh? Um, honestly, I'll probably just say, like, leave me alone and go back to bed. Really? Yeah. Like, I've done, like, tours and stuff where, like, people have shaken me and are like, Kim, we're at the destination. We got to go. And I'm just like, But what if you're in your home and you know there's no one there? Ooh. Then I'm going to continue to, like, be asleep while, like, peeking my eyes, like, just a little just to see what's going on. Uh And luckily, I have tiny eyes. (laughs) I'm being Asian, you know? Normal people can tell whether my eyes are like fully open or not. Oh and inspect the situation. I'll like keep my breathing same, so it sounds like I'm snoring. <laughs> Just fool them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll go away if it thinks I'm asleep. Yo. <gasps> You're doing like a Looney Tune <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sheriff <laughs> sleeping on the job. What would you do? <laughs> um. I would probably, I would probably grab my phone and snap some photos, or I would I would go Facebook Live, and I'd be like, "Hey, I'm here with a ghost." I don't know. But also, that Facebook Live could be really embarrassing. Like, if you could see the ghost, but obviously, like the ghost wasn't being shown, like in the Facebook Live. They're like, what is Ross doing? Is she, like, on drugs? Yeah. She's, like, talking to herself on her Facebook Live. Yeah, and especially because I sleep with a full mask and curlers in my hair. (laughs) That'd be really embarrassing. Okay, here is um, a a question, and this one comes from Frankie. Hi, Frankie. Hey, Frankie. Roz, do you think the afterlife uses smell to get the attention of the living? I have lived in my house for two years now. Every once in a while, I will smell a faint cigarette smoke in my master bedroom. At first, okay, so wait, I would smell faint cigarette smoke in my master bedroom. At first, I thought it was from the people who owned the house before me, but my husband has never smelled the cigarette smoke in the master bedroom. But why would I be the only one smelling it? Maybe it was just in the walls from a previous owner, or maybe it's something else. It's just so weird to me. So I guess the question is, do we think that the afterlife uses smell to get the attention of the living? I do. Now, I am not an an expert on ghosts in any way, but having had many ghost experiences, I know that 
see for me, Kim, I grew up in a house that was um, that had the the presence of my lovely grandmother. I I mean, it's weird to be like she was haunting because, it was, but she was she was she was haunt. She was a a big scary ghost in my house, and um, sometimes when she would do things around the house, it would be accompanied by the smell of an old person. <laughs> Just like the smell of an old person. Yeah, I know exactly what kind of smell that is. Like, not necessarily a bad smell. Not, you know, no. just, I mean, just the smell that was like... It's like, have you ever gone, um, like, antiquing, like, in Florida? Have I been antiquing in Florida? Honey, I am an antique from Florida. <laughs> well, like, all the stores have, like, a very specific smell. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what old people, like, smell like to me. Yeah, like, it smells like you you went through the depression... Mm-hmm. You made it out the other end. You've smoked in the 70s. Yeah. You quit by the 90s. Yeah. It's that smell. Yep. Yeah. So I do think that ghosts can, can use smells. Now, my question for you is if you were a ghost, what would you smell like? Ooh. What do I want to smell like or what do you think I'm actually going to smell like? If you could choose. If I could choose. I would want to be... Intensely cilantro scented. Cilantro? Like just really intensely cilantro. Just because you know, it might not be for everyone. It might not be for everyone, but also it's so distinct. Yeah. Do you Are you a cilantro person? Oh, I'm a huge cilantro person. Really? I don't have that gene. Really? You ha- you're one of the 20% that can't stand I, I, cilantro? Yeah. It's not that I can't stand it. I just think that it is so overpowering. Oh, you think it tastes like soap? Yeah, I think that whatever I eat that has cilantro, it's like, okay, now it's like cilantro featuring avocado. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Cilantro is so delightful to my palate. Yeah, well, I can't relate. So you would smell like cilantro. I think I would smell like Panda Express. Oh, you love your Panda Express? I love Panda Which Express. Which dish? Orange chicken with some chow mein. <laughs> We also like to play a game here called EVPs or EV Please. So, if you don't know what an EVP is, Kim, an EVP is electronic voice phenomena. It is when ghost hunters believe they have captured the sound of a voice of a ghost voice speaking. Uh, now, I like to take EVPs from the internet, or if you're listening to this and you've captured an EVP, you can send it to me at ghostedbyraws at gmail.com. Uh, and I like to listen to it. And uh, I'll have you guess what the uh, ghost hunter believes it says. Okay. So since I know that you uh, spent years in Chicago, you know, I like to kind of personalize these EVPs. I was, I was, uh, my first instinct was like, oh, I'll find some Korean EVPs, but I wouldn't know what they were saying anyway. Mm-hmm. So I chose um, Chicago. I found this one. It was posted by Extremum Spiritum on... Um, in 2013, it was at Mount Carmel Cemetery in Hillside, Illinois, which I believe is probably not far from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it's at El Capone's grave. So. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to, um, the building that I used to work at in Chicago as a server, uh, which is the Hotel Burner, 
and I think it's the eighth floor that's haunted. Oh, now she's got ghost stories. Well, and they actually like offer like um haunted like tours and things because it used to be the room where Al Capone's doctor used to give abortions <gasps> to like his woman. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people in that hotel staff have, like, claimed to, like, hear things, and you can hear, like, crying coming out of that room. It's Hotel Burnham in Chicago. But you didn't have any experiences? Uh, I worked in the restaurant side, so... Nothing ever happened there. I never reasoned to go up to the eighth floor. Okay, well, here's... But actually, a lot of the guests, actually, that stay in that room do, like, tell me, like, in the morning when I used to work breakfast. It's like, yeah, like, I heard this, like, crying sound, like, all night. And I was like, are you staying in, like room 810 and they're like yeah how did you know and i'm like oh that's the haunted room stop there's a lot of al capone history in chicago mm-hmm. um now don't call me the actual room number because i forgot what room number it was oh, but okay. yeah, yeah but hotel Burnham. okay so this is at his um his gravesite. the uh ghost hunter is saying last chance to tell me anything i'm leaving and then this is what you hear Okay, now it is a lot of background noise because it's outdoors, but it is a whisper that we're listening to. So let's try it again. So she says, I'm leaving, and then this is what you get. You can hear like a... I'll give you some options. So she says, I'm leaving, and then does it say A? K. Bye! B. Why are you leaving? Come back. I love you. C. Wow, you're leaving? Okay. You just lost a longtime fan. Unsubscribe immediately. Or D. Miss Fangie. Well, I feel like all the options you gave me, number two sounds like the most like. <laughs> Why are you leaving? Come back. I love you. Yeah. Wait, that is correct. Let's listen to it again. Now can you hear it? I can totally hear it. You yeah, one hundred percent hear it, and it's terrifying. It is. Why yeah. Are you leaving, come back. I love you. Wait one more time. Oh, that is scary. That is scary. Oh, I don't like it's that. Spooky, ooky. Okay, here's the second one. This one is from Chicago Paranormal Investigators, posted by Dave Olson. It was at a private residence in Crestwood. Illinois. Ever been to Crestwood? No. Me neither. All right, here we go. <laughs> that was so quick. I know. <laughs> okay. Kill him? It sounds like you said kill him. Yeah. Okay. Play it again. Play it again. I'm going to kill him? Okay. Well, is it A, I'll kill them, B, I can't even. C, okay then. Or D, come on, Crestwood, let's get Stickney! <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, it is, I'll kill them. You got it. Okay, yeah. Wait, let's hear it again. I'll kill them. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, those were actually good. Scary. Those were spooky. If a ghost tells me I'm going to kill them, like, what do you do? 
you're like, well, I lived a long and beautiful life. <laughs> I know. I did some wonderful things. You know, it's like, luckily, I've already written out my will. <laughs> my <laughs> lawyer has it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Kim, I guess that's it. This is it? Yeah. This is it. How do you feel? Well, it's an honor to be a part of this podcast because mm-hmm. I never do podcast things. Oh, and- my God. Well, then I'm honored that you <laughs> actually did this. No, honestly, it's refreshing to do a podcast where I don't have to talk about my past trauma or Drag Race. Well, speaking of, what was the most traumatic thing about <laughs> Drag Race? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I know what that's like. I feel like a lot of times you get asked the same things over and over again. Totally. So it's kind of fun to, to talk about other things. Like so, things that matter. Ghosts. Like ghosts, of course. I love ghosts. So do you think that now you're going to have a more open mind about ghosts? Oh, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. That's what I strive to do for people. Well, I want to hear a little bit more about what kind of ghost you would be. So we know you would smell like cilantro. Mm -hmm. Would you be in drag or out of drag? You know, let's give them the full fantasy. Yeah. If I'm going to scare them, Uh I want to be out of drag. Is there a specific look we're thinking? Um, Like out of drag? Yeah. Let's say me, like, when I shave my brows off mm. and, like, when I'm bloated, like, in the morning. After, because I ate, like, something, like, really, like, brassy and salty the night before. Uh-huh. Cilantro covered. Mm-hmm. And preferably me naked. So it's just, like, absolutely repulsive looking like Asian Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Stop it. Like, imagine, like, you woke up and that was, like, breathing its morning breath down your face. <laughs> um. Like a receding hairline, like... Asian big Jabba the Hutt just like breathing down on you. That smells like cilantro. cilantro (laughs) (laughs) Me hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so gross. (laughs) Just breathing. I mean, like breathing through the mouth only, like. (sighs) Oh, gross. I I mean, I always say that because I feel like burps and farts are um, food ghosts. Yeah, they're essentially the 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 afterlife of food. Just a thought. <laughs> <laughs> but do you hear about like um dead people can like burp too? Dead people can burp mm-hmm, and fart because like all the gas accumulates like in your body as your body like mm. decomposes. Are you trying to turn me on? (laughs) Okay. Final question. I will not have sex with you. Never mind. Okay, I guess that's the show. Uh, Let's just say, in a hypothetical world, you die before me. I probably will. (laughs) I'm trying to be polite. (laughs) You seem like you live a healthy lifestyle. We we went to Panda Express together the other day, and he got brown rice. Who gets brown rice at Panda Express? Yeah, that was weird. That was actually out of character for (laughs) me. I just wanted to put on a front. Um, Okay. If you died before me, would you visit me? (laughs) Naked, breathing. You know, that wouldn't... If I was dead, that wouldn't have occurred to me, but just because he said that... Yeah, that's why I'm trying to put it in. I'm, I'll make I'm putting it a, in a request right now. I'll make it a point to come visit you. Oh, my God. Even if I don't buy merch, you'll do the meet and greet? No, totally. 
<laughs> I'll give you a free meet and greet for the rest of your life. Yes, you heard it here first. You wake up to an Asian Jabba the Hutt <laughs> breathing down on you, just going, I'm coming to kill you. Uh, I'll kill you. Not that I actually want to kill you, you know, but it'll just be fun for me just to say that. Yeah, and then I'll run out of the room and you go, why are you leaving? I love you. It's like you're powerless to my voice. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. But I'm actually not going to kill you. Okay. I'm just going to say that to you every day Yeah. when you wake up in the morning. And when I go to take a shit, you're going to reach out of the toilet. Yo, with your it's arm. like blue paper, red paper, <laughs> take your pick. <laughs> um, well, uh, thank you so much for being here. Tell people where they can find you and what you got coming up. Well, um... You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, same handle, to like know all my upcoming activities. I don't know if this podcast will be released two years from now on or two weeks from now on. Oh, you have an Instagram? Yes, it's called... Are you new to Instagram? <coughs> You're kind of. Yeah, I'm trying to gain some followers, y'all, so please follow me. Same. <laughs> it's Kimchi Sheik, K-I-M-C-H-I underscore C-H-I-C. Um... I'm I'm joking because you have, like, what, 1.7 million or something like that? It's all just numbers. It doesn't... Just numbers? Yeah. It's all an illusion. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so if you follow me, you can see my upcoming travels and upcoming collaborations and things that are coming up. And food posts. Lots of food. I've been told that um, my Instagram stories are a mile long. And I love it. And they're all food. So if you're a fat ass... (laughs) <laughs> Come check out this Asian Jabba the Hutt fantasy. <laughs> well, I'm so happy I got to be a part of this fantasy. Well, thank you. I'm sure there'll be more. I can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Oh, that was fun. You guys, thanks so much for listening. This has been another installment of Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez. Please follow me on Instagram, at Ross Dresfiles, also on Facebook and Twitter with the same name. If you happen to be listening to this, and it's before April 13th, please come to the world-famous Hollywood Improv to see me and my best friend, former podcast guest, Stan, uh, Sam Pancake. I almost forgot. I almost called him Stan Pancake. I stand for Sam Pancake. We have a hilarious show called The Once Over, which is at 9 p.m. on April 13th. Hope to see you there. Tickets are only $10. Also, please, as always, give us five stars on Himalaya, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed as well. And if you have a ghost story, you can send it to me in your five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or you can send me a long one, or if you don't have Apple Podcasts, to ghostedbyraws at gmail.com. Oh, you guys, I love you. I love you so much. Both living people and not living people. But as always, if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! A podcast network.